now betting for the sports animal, your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Amory Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Wednesday, Albuquerque! You know what that means? That means the boys are going to see a beetle tonight. Let's go! Yeah, Let's go. baby. A living beetle. A living beetle. All right, rejoins all night, Cal. For the rest of this program, we're doing Beatles songs for rejoins, okay? Today's I-9 Varsity, the I-9 Varsity of Beatles bangers. We're going to do that at 5 o'clock, okay? I like that one. Uh, hey, hey, we're the Beatles. Some people say we beetle around. I like that one. That's my favorite one. I don't think that's the correct one. Is that not the one? It's a really good one. That's not the one. Well, in your opinion. It's just like uh, your opinion, man. I like how you were like, hey, hey, we're the Beatles. <laughs> And obviously that's a monkey song because you ate Is three it? you ate three bananas today. Three? Sorry? Banana. Banana. Beetle never cramp. Never cramped. <laughs> Cause I'm a daydream believer. <laughs> it's also a monkey song. You don't know anything about that over there, Cal. I, I know a few monkey songs. I, I would recognize those too. I'm trying to think of another one. What did they have? They had, um, Daydream Believer was them, and not, it wasn't just the monkeys. It was like the birds, the they birds got a and lot the bees. Of, I got a lot of Believer stuff because the big I'm a one, Believer. Yeah. And then I saw her face. And I'm a Believer. We're going to see Ringo start tonight at the Rio Rancho Vincent. Let's go yeah. on that. That is too good. I made some calls, man. Okay. If we get a chance to meet Ringo start tonight. If that happens, mm-hmm. him in his British accent, yes, saying "Wilson to two men on" will be the greatest thing. That's that's a great rejoin that can ever yeah. be recorded for this show. Welcome back to two men on. Welcome back to two men on. I'm Ringo Starr, ain't it? <laughs> Thanks for being a part of Shiny Time Station. Yeah, he was on Shiny Time Station. Mm-hmm. That's the uh, Thomas the Tank Engine show from when I was a child. I don't think you're supposed to say engine. I think it's uh, indigenous. Yes, that's yeah. correct. That is correct. Thank you. I made it a uh, decree today, boys. We're going to talk sports. Obviously, we've got a lot of Dallas Cowboys talk we got to go over. The Bears are in the news because they're laughably bad. Also found a bunch of statistics that support my Jordan Love. My love for Jordan Love. Has anyone seen Justin Fields and Kyler Murray in the same room at the same time? No. Okay. Because it's starting to sound like the exact same situation. Hear me out. I get a a forest green shirt, okay? On that shirt, it puts in yellow lettering. Okay. It's three words. Here's what it says. Love, Jordan, love. Okay. I'm into that. You're into that. You know I'm really into that. I could wear that. I'm a green and yellow kind of guy. Green and yellow. Not just the color. The professional football team owned by its fans, the Green Bay Packers. Are you a yeller? No, no, no. I'm very brave. So today I decided. Like a submarine? Like that? 
We all live in a yellow submarine. Ow! Yellow submarine. <laughs> yellow submarine. <laughs> We're going to go see Ringo Starr tonight. We're super excited about that. No, I'm super excited about that. You should be. The Rio Rancho Event Center has been a special one for me. That's the first place I ever saw a sitting president. Mm-hmm. I had never seen a, a president in person until I was at the Rio Rancho Event Center. And you and I went to watch Donald Trump and 6,000 brown people scream, build that wall. That was insane. That was the wildest thing I ever saw in my life. It was bonkers. Bonkers. But I was like, man, should I do something? And you were like, no, Fred. Let it be. Donald Trump was screaming. We don't let any more pointy boots. They're pointy boots. They're not part of this country. And then people in pointy boots are like, yeah. yeah. I was like, Van, I got, Van, I got some wisdom. I need to tell these people about this wall thing. And you said, whisper words of wisdom. <laughs> let it be. I said, okay. Okay. If you build a wall, what you cannot do is come together. Well, that's the only way you could build a wall. If you come together and everyone oh, builds yeah, it together. Point. Right now. Right, I'm going to give you guys the list of things. The most number of underpants put on in under one minute, done in teams of two. Okay? The number to beat is 17. It was recently done in 2017. And I believe that we could achieve that here. The largest bubble gum ever blown in 2004, a 20-inch bubble was blown. Most Smarties M&Ms eaten in one minute using chopsticks while blindfolded? Van. In 2022, that record was set at number 22. I believe you could beat that. Ireland. Dublin, Ireland, not that far from Liverpool. Cool, correct. Uh, you're talking about Guinness Records. I'm talking about the Guinness. Doing. Yeah. Okay. Guinness World Record book. Don't know if it's actually still a book anymore. Because I decided today, and I called you, Van. I called you when I decided this. Uh huh. Because I was meeting with some friends of the show today. I was meeting with some friends of the show, talking about Duke City Championship Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, DCCWTickets.com. Buy some tickets to Duke City Championship Wrestling, and what you're doing is you're putting money in daddy's pockets. So this is the championship. This is the ladder match. Are there even tickets available? Are you just teasing these people out here? There's like some GAs available. There's some GAs available. No floor seats. No, Those fl- are sold out. Those are basically gone. But if you need a chair, like if you're elderly or disabled and or hammered. We'll figure it out. There's some chairs yeah, we'll back. figure there's it out. There's some more chairs. New Game Plus Gaming Center. So I sat down with them today to talk about some stuff with Duke State Championship Wrestling. And they're like, Fred, what do you know about wrestling? They seem nice. And I'm like, listen. I'm the ringmaster here. I'm not a performer. I'm not a juggler, uh-huh. even though I am a juggler. And I said, in fact, I believe I could set and beat the Guinness World Record for consecutive hours of juggling three individual items. I believe I could beat that. If you're going to attempt that record, it's going to be a long and winding road. That was a good one. Thank you. As I'm attempting this record, Cal, which is... 13 hours, 10 minutes, and 5 seconds. So by a guy named Adam Rush. So Fred Slow needs to beat him. Slow over Rush? Yeah. Okay. Like tortoise over the hair kind of thing? What I'm going to need, Cal, is help. Mm, nice. I'm going to need somebody's yeah. help. And what, what could that be? What can I do for you? 
First of all, that's a very creepy response. Yeah. I, d- I did not care for that. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Trying to be helpful. This show brings a certain energy, and it's not your weird under-the-bed energy that Cal <laughs> just brought. All right. You punch out, right. you come back in when you're focused. I mean, if you're going to get this done. 13 hours, 10 minutes, 5 seconds. Some juggling skill can help. I have that. But I think Cal might tell you all you need is love. Yeah, all you need is love. And juggling skills, mostly love. Actually, mostly juggling skills. Probably a camelback. A masseuse, maybe? I'm not sure. I need a room that is isolated where I control everything. The last thing I want is the blackbird sitting in the dead of night to fly by. I don't want that to happen. Or, I mean, that'd be horrible if you had a, you know, walrus. Or if I was the walrus. If you were the walrus. I am the walrus. That would make it way harder to juggle (laughs) if you were a walrus. So we find a place to do it. We find like an abandoned warehouse somewhere. I don't care where. Penny Lane, wherever. Okay. We find an abandoned warehouse. Smart. We set up lots of televisions. You can't do it in a strawberry field forever. No. Because there's too much, too many variables out there. Correct. You can't do it outside because of. Lucy in the sky with diamonds. Juggling would be fun. Yes. With a little Lucy in the sky with diamonds. I agree. Yeah. That would enhance your performance, I think. Well, I need to do it tomorrow because if I do it tomorrow, then I would have found out about this competition yesterday. Mm-hmm. Nice. And all my troubles seem so far away. Ringo Starr performing tonight at the Rearrange Show Vincent, and we're going to be excited to be there. But here's the thing, man. I need your help. I need okay. you. I want you. I want to hold your hand. Because as I'm doing this thing. Okay. Well, you can't because you got to juggle. I have to juggle. Yeah, you can't do this one-handed. You can't. need both hands. Well, don't let me down. Don't let me down. If you do complete this Guinness World Record, they're going to be talking about this all across the universe. Yeah. Uh, absolutely yeah. across the universe. Mm-hmm. If I start too late in the day, Cal, Van, yeah. there'll be a point... During the night when Van will say, here comes the sun. Yep. Here comes the sun right now. And I know how much you love attention. Yes. And I think everyone would finally love you do. Oh, they would love me do. Yes, they would. Yeah. They finally would. And at the 13 hour, 10 minute and five second mark in Mm -hmm. my very last exchange of juggling, I would do a little twist and shout. Smart. Yeah. Yeah. I would do that at the end to celebrate. And you need, you need some movement. You need some air. If you're going to twist and shout, you need like an area to do it. You can't have something in the way he juggles. <laughs> different song. Very different song. Long story short, Cal, it's going to be a hard day's night. It will be. Because I'll be working. You guys are killing me. (laughs) (laughs) So this is the vision. I am going to set the Guinness World Record for consecutive hours of three items juggled. Currently set at 10 hours, excuse me, 13 hours, 10 minutes, and five seconds. Okay. This is my vision. This is my plan. I know you're a driven, focused man. But first off, I'm going to say, no, you're not. What? You know, I, I love you. I support you yeah. in every endeavor. I'm here. I got your back for whatever you want to do. Whenever you take this on, I'm going to be right there with you, cheering you on. Yeah. 
refilling your Camelback with V8 Not or whatever? My Camelback or my Camelback in the USSR? Ah, very nice. But if you win that check from Guinness World Records, you're going to have to call the tax man. There's a check? I'm assuming they give you money for it. I don't it. know if there is. And it doesn't matter because it can't buy me love. You know what can buy you, though? What's that? A ticket to ride. I would have a ticket to ride. Who are you going to take with you? It'd just be a day tripper. Eleanor Rigby, maybe? Possibly take sexy Sadie with you. <laughs> she likes to party. You know what I'd rather do? Drive my car. Smart. Yeah. How can you have so many bangers as a band? How do the Beatles have so... They have infinity bangers. They have more hits than Ichiro Suzuki. Dog, they got more hits than days in a week. They have eight days a week. If you were to fail in your task of... Yeah, which I won't. Juggling for, what, 13 hours, 10 minutes, and 5 seconds? Yeah. What was that? Could play a nice, sad song. Well, Possibly. Okay. While my guitar gently weeps, I would sing a sad song to you, you know. See what you did there. But if you really do set this up, a lot of people, a lot of friends of the show are just chanting, don't let me down. Don't let me down. Mm -hmm. I already did that one. Oh, did you? Damn it. There's so many. (laughs) Not the worst way to start the show. So we're figuring out a way where I can attempt to Johnny be good at juggling Mm -hmm. for 10 hours. No, 13 hours, 10 minutes, and 5 seconds. I'm going to overtake that, and I will be the champion juggler of the Guinness World Book of Records. You'll be number one. Yeah. You know what you won't be? Lady Madonna. Number nine. Yep. Number nine. That's very good. Number nine. Number nine. Children at your feet. Cal, what's your favorite Beatles song? You know, I'm more of a Stones guy than a Beatles fan. I swear to God, dude. I'm sorry. It's, it's, it's <laughs> again, take a day off. Yeah, we gave you the whole take thing. Take a day you know, off. It was like, yeah. why do we have to convince you to have the energy? That's I don't get it. Right. Like you, we're here. It's Cal. been a long day. It's Everyone long who day. cares about you is right here. All this right. has nothing to do with nowhere, man. You know what about what about um, Revolution? That's a good song by them. Good song. Yeah, yeah. it's a good song. I like that I one a lot. Appreciate that. Cal's in there not listening. He's just being a paperback writer. I'm doing my best. Just saying we got Beatles puns all day long as we filled up this Guinness Book of World Records. Most dominoes stacked in 30 seconds. 48. Do you think you could do that? What do you like? Pizza boxes? Nice. Most socks put on in 30 seconds. 28. Shouldn't be terribly hard. You start with a small size, like the like the one the sample sock you get at Foot Locker when you're trying on a shoe, and you go all the way up to like a big boy. Shaq. Yeah. Yeah, you end on Shaquille O'Neal. That's I didn't like that. There used to be a Guinness World Record for typing on your T Mobile sidekick cell phone, but I don't think they have that one anymore. Now it's probably swiping on your iPhone. All right. How about this one, Cal? What about this? This one's going to be a little tricky. It takes 5.43 seconds. It's doable. Fastest time to assemble a Mr. Potato Head. 5.43 seconds? Yeah. I've never done anything that fast my entire life. 
Whenever we get back, football talk, including why the Chicago Bears are so very terrible. My love for Jordan Love, your love for Jordan Love. Also, Josh Sushan joins us today at 530 as we preview the Isotopes baseball season, the remainder of it, as the Albuquerque Isotopes have been mathematically eliminated from postseason play. It is... I still don't believe it. It's playing, I think there's a chance. They're playing for pride at this point. I think there's still a chance. I There's not a chance. I mean, there's a chance. The world's largest lip balm <laughs> collection is 3,388 balms. I think that one's way easier to break. I agree. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Inn. This is definitely not the Beatles, Cal. I heard enough Beatles in the first 20 minutes of this song, just, of this show, from you guys. Ringo Starr is in Albuquerque, New Mexico. He's performing at the rearranged show of Incinor tonight. If there was ever a time to celebrate, this is the time. I'll work on it. He looks good. He looks good. 83 years? 83 years. For being a Beatle. I think life has treated him pretty damn well. Yeah. Yeah, for being a rock star for 60 years. He's the original Dave Grohl. Let me tell you how long Van could be a rock star. Five minutes. One tour. Yeah. One tour, and I'm done. You know what would get me? The lifestyle. All of it? Probably somewhere around all of it. Van, you asked me what's wrong with the Bears offense. I have an answer for you. Every dang thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. They have no strengths. They have an offensive line that can't block. They have no skill guys. Their quarterback, B O O T Y, is that how you spell that? As a Justin Fields apologist. He's terrible. As a Justin Fields apologist. He's comfortable with being terrible. He's starting to show us a little Kyler Murray vibes. He couldn't even find an open door. It's like, I. And being coached too much. For a guy who sucks. He said that? You can't get coached enough. Yeah, he said he's going to quit listening to all these coaches and just go out there and play it by feel. Dog, he can't. And I'm not the one who breaks down this type of stuff. I'm going to do it right here. He don't know what a progression is. He doesn't know how to look at option one, option two, option three, option four, and then tuck and run if he has to. And if he does try to look at those things, he does it. In slow motion. Slow motion for me. Or he does it so incredibly fast that he doesn't give it time to develop. The scheme makes no sense. There's no talent. Chase Claypool does not want to play professional football. He does not want to play pool at all. No. No. Nice. Thank you. I think DJ Moore still a dude. I mean, he's got all the talent he needs. Look, as far as, like, if you can just close your eyes and start describing a modern quarterback mm-hmm. and all the attributes that they had, you would describe Justin Fields, except for all of, like, the success and the winning. He just drifts. Any sort of pressure. I'm moving out to the pocket. I'm gone. Well, we... 
hey, man, here's the thing. We knew you were going to do that. And there's no one in front of you trying to block anything. Tevin Jenkins, not there. Nate Davis, not there. Jatire Carter, not there. They're playing Lucas Patrick. Who? These dudes are dudes that can't win against average defensive tackles. This is like if Cal tried to stop me from getting into the break room whenever there's free pizza. Could not do it. Yeah, nice try, buddy. Yeah, figure it out, Cal. I'd, I'd move right out of the way if See? I saw you running towards that break room with pizza. You should be a Bears offensive lineman. Yeah, you're there. You're set. You already got it down. Giordano's, no, pizza, no. Slew Malinati's, don't miss. Don't touch me with your dumb pizza takes. Lou Malinati's all day. Is that a Chicago pizza chain? It is. Okay. Idiot. I don't spend a lot of time in Chicago because I don't want their stupid pizza and I don't want their horrible weather. And I especially don't want to watch their horrible football. So miss me. It's so bad. Well, you know, they spent a uh, third round pick last year on a, on a wide receiver, uh, Billius Jones Jr. And he, um, uh, he was the healthy scratch in week one. He took four snaps in week two. I still, I mean, Justin Fields still got the skill set. He can do whatever you want to on a football field. But if he starts saying he's being coached too much, those are the dudes that are trying to help you get better. I don't think... Anyone believes that he will be successful. Besides me. Yeah. And I'm starting to convince myself for maybe the first time ever that I was wrong. You've been wrong on a couple guys. Name four. Carson Wentz. Okay, I've never said that. You were incredibly wrong on Never said anything about Carson Wentz. Who is the kid from San Diego or from South Dakota? Was that Carson Wentz? I was a big Carson Daly apologist. You're confusing Carson Wentz with Carson Daly. You were wrong on Baker. I always thought Carson Daly was going to turn it around. You were wrong on Baker Mayfield. Okay, see, I never said he was good. Said I was rooting for him. <laughs> You're splitting hairs here. Who's the quarterback that went from San Francisco to Dallas? Trey Lance. You were a Trey Lance guy. You're you okay, you're getting Trey Lance and Justin Fields confused. Because <laughs> I've been a big Trey Lance uh hater and a Justin Fields apologist. Right. Yeah. You have been wrong. You were a Janie, you were a Johnny Manziel guy. He sucked. I like dudes who like to party. Before you were on the radio, you were a Jake Locker guy. He sucked. You got me there. Yeah. All you, right. I thought Locker was the future. You thought he was the future. I thought Locker was the future. My goodness, I was wrong on that one. You have said to me. He could throw the ball 80 yards flat-footed. You said to me, and I'm talking no fans around, really small, personal, intimate moments between you and I. Okay. You have said to me, Brock Purdy ain't that good. And I said, I don't like that. I don't like what you just said. I said, you say it right. Brock Purdy. That's how you have to say it. Remember Darnell Mooney? I made a big case for Ryan Leaf over Peyton Manning. <laughs> you were so I was a outspoken staunch, as a I was junior a staunch hire. advocate. <laughs> yes, I was. You were super wrong on the best quarterback in the NFL, Jordan Love. Super wrong. Now, hold on. 
Now these are just that's just a blatant lie. I thought he's going to be an NFL quarterback. You what you've done is just started repeating everything that I say about him. You haven't had a single your own positive opinion about Jordan Love throughout the entire existence of him. What I kind of said was Russell Wilson early in his career is a great comp for Jordan Love. No, because you, of the offense he's in, the weapons he has, the coaching he has. I thought Jordan Love was going to be a competent NFL quarterback. I didn't think he was going to be this good that he is right now. That's fine. I will take that heat. I remember you saying specifically to me. Also, David Carr is way better than Derek Carr. I'm dying on that hill. You said to me in closed door, really, the hell beat out of him. really intimate moment. You said to me. Don't you dare say Jamarcus Russell. You said Jordan Love is the next Matt Flynn. You said that to me. None of, none of this is true whatsoever. You said, listen, do you remember former Green Bay Packer, Houston Texan, New Orleans Saint, I'm assuming Los Angeles Raider, Matt Flynn? Do you remember him? I said, obviously. I mean, six tutties in one game. Let's, let's be serious here. Packers, Seahawks, and Raiders. That's who he played for. If you want to jump from the running back, I mean, the quarterback group real quick. I'm still holding on to all my Kajana Carter rookie cards. Matthew Clayton. I think he could still turn it around. The guy for the Bengals? Matthew Clayton Flynn had a career 17 touchdowns in his career. In 51 Six games. Six of them were in one game. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he had that one game. You remember Seattle paid him after that? Paid him after that. He's no Andre Ware. Let's be honest here. Heisman Trophy winner Andre Ware, University of Houston Cougars. Talking about Heisman Trophy winner Charlie Ward, who had the worst NFL career of anyone I've ever seen. Decent basketball career. Yeah, he hooped. He could hoop. All right, I'm pulling up. I got the numbers here. In 2014, Matthew Flynn started seven games for the Green Bay Packers. How terrifying was that for you at that time? No, he started zero. He played in seven. Played in seven. That's all mop-up duty. He's only started... In 2013, he started five games. God, six touchdowns in one game. All right, well, there you go. Achilles Smith was just never in the right situation. You're talking about quarterbacks? (laughs) There have been some bad ones. Like, really bad ones. Justin Fields is one of those. I'm still holding out hope. I'm still holding out hope. I think he's a right-handed Michael Vick. He just needs a little help from his offensive line, and he needs to accept some coaching. And also, hear me out, Justin Fields. Shut your mouth. Shut your dang mouth. Don't tell your coaches you've had too much coaching. Yeah. These are the guys trying to help you. Hey, do you want to mess around and be Tony Banks? Because this is how you mess around and end up like Tony Banks. World Series, or excuse me, Super Bowl champion Tony Banks with the Baltimore Ravens. Mm -hmm. But this is how you do it. It's a pretty good gig, though. It's not the worst job you can get. Get a ring, backup. Get a ring for holding a clipboard. I'm in. What would you do with it? I would sell it to Baltimore-based businessman, The Wire. What was that? (laughs) What was that? Lots of love for Jordan Love whenever we get back. I have the numbers to prove that I'm the best sports analytical host and analysis ever.
after this break. Also, all the friends of the show. It's a short one today. Van and I are going to see Ringo start tonight. Cal, you're not invited until you start playing more Beatles rejoin music. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. She Jordan loves you, yeah, yeah, yeah. So sweet. Beatles had so many songs about Jordan love. Yeah, they're so far ahead of their time. If you, if there's only a handful of songs I can pick for my name, Fred Slow. Mmm, slow motion for me. That's like it. I guess I could do Fog Hat. Slow ride. Take it easy. Cal, what would yours be? Some moots. What would yours be? Moot, scoot, and boogie. That's not bad. That's <laughs> clever. It's really good. That's not bad. Uh, Brand Nubian had a really cool song called Slow Down. How's it go? Slow down. No, I don't know that one. That's it. Now, technically, actually, legally, Christianly, my name is Manfred. Ah. So I could do do what did he. I got a stat for you. Jordan Love is the fourth quarterback in the last 10 years to have three-plus pass tutties and zero interceptions in each of his first two games of a season. You're like, oh, okay, Fred, that doesn't seem that great. Can I tell you who the other guys are? Patrick Mahomes. He's tw- good. Twice. Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. Those guys are good. They're Yeah, you know what they are? They're numbers two, three, and four to Jordan Love. Okay. I love this. I Jordan love this. As much... Because I was absolutely hate being so correct. Green Bay and Philly meet in the NFC Championship game. Now hold Love on. hurts. Now hold on. Love scars. How can it be Packers Eagles in the NFC Championship game if we both have the Dallas Cowboys going to the Super Bowl? So that means Dak Prescott will have to lose his job and then Cooper Rush takes over the job and then Cooper Rush meets Jordan Love in the NFC Championship. That's more a likely scenario. We could have a Love Rush. Mm-hmm. I don't hate that at all. Cal, was that a take about Jordan Love or is that a take about the Beatles? It was neither. Oh. Telemarketer, what'd you buy? Oh, well, I mean, it's radio. Give it to us. No, it was no one. It was it was a it was just a a call that it didn't go through. Okay, okay. yeah, we got to talk about really spicing it up on here with Cal. There's, okay. We just need to. I need to. I need to. It Emer- might be an off day for me, guys. So I need to Emerald Lagasse, Cal. We uh, damn need to talk about your imagination. Yep. All right. So they're calling again. So these people that didn't exist. So <laughs> they're calling again. You, f- you okay, feel guys, free. Give me a, give me a minute. I'll I know you, somebody. Cal, I know you've only done a few shows, small yes. handful Welcome of shows. Welcome back to the program, Cal. But what we do here on the program is we blatantly lie for three hours. All the whole time. Pick up on this vibe, bro. Yeah, no one really thinks that Jordan Love is the truth. Now, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. All right, hold on. You wait. have me convinced. Is that- <laughs> I'm legit. I am legit convinced because of you, one Manfred Fitzgerald Slow, mm-hmm. the fifth Beatle. Cal, you just want me to... I'll just take this guy straight to air. You want me to do that? You want me to chance it? Hang on. I'll, I'll get it. Hang on Okay, because I'll do it. Any friend of the show. <laughs> I'll just pull him out. 505-246-0610, Sports Animal Hotline.
Friend of the show, Leonard. Welcome. Friend of the show. Is this Lav? I don't even know what that means. They're all here. Friend of the show, John. Welcome to the show. Hopefully it's John Lennon on a Beatles Wednesday. John, how are you? Oh, yes, it is. <laughs> it is. It hey, is uh, him. Okay, got it. So, uh, go ahead. No, go ahead, brother. So, uh, Jordan Love. Nah. I think... He like Josh Allen. Josh Allen played at Wyoming, a very brutal weather type school, played outdoors, prepared him for playing in Buffalo and the NFL. And I think that Utah State is just as cold. Good point. This is a as, very good uh, point. Wyoming and uh and Green Bay. I I, I think that um, I think he's gonna have a lot more success in Green Bay because he's the sort of guy who's had to put up with that weather that he's going to experience and a lot of the teams that come in there, those quarterbacks have been coming from SEC schools where it's a uh, sunny 60, 70 or 80 and haven't had to deal with that. And we'll see it in the second half of the season. Hola. And he was the understudy. He got to be the understudy for three years. Yeah. That makes an actual difference in the develop, the development of a young quarterback. A huge difference. And it makes a huge difference. Yeah. They the- did it with Favre. Boom. Hall of Famer. Did it with Aaron Rodgers. Boom. Hall of Famer. Did it with Jordan Love. Boom. Hall of Fame numbers already. Did it with Matt Flynn. Boom. Paychecks. <laughs> Got all the paychecks. <laughs> John, you're going to... Yeah. I think it translates the way you're describing, though. I think if you're a cold game producer, you're even better in a warm environment. You're even better in a sure. dome. Like, there's... Yeah. yeah, there's a toughness to that that I don't know how to communicate. Yeah, there's there's definitely a toughness. After you get your hand smashed into a face mask on a cold day and you can still throw the ball, that, that says something about you. Well, and Deshaun Watson, he will just grab your face mask and he'll rip it to the ground because he's cowardly. He is soft. He cheats. <laughs> he super cheats. John, you're the best. I got to go. I'm about ready to lose you guys. Because you well, you're driving to Rio Rancho to see Ringo Starr tonight? We'll see you. Best of luck, buddy. I like him. Good call. Friend of the show, Lenny, joining us. Lenny, how are you, brother? Good. Well, my uh, Chargers and Jets are sinking like the yellow submarine. So uh, yes. <laughs> nice. Yes, they are. Okay, so I've actually given up. I'm actually now hoping that the Chargers continue to lose, and at some point by game five or six, they just dump Brandon Stanley. Oh, my gosh. That's, they should have did that two years ago. Okay, Brandon Stanley looks like the kid looking at a deer in a headlight, but there's no deer and there's no headlights. Huh. Good take. Okay, so... And then the Jets, you know, Zach Wilson is like the guy said on ESPN the other day that Zach Wilson couldn't play a dead body in a horror movie. Oh, gosh. <laughs> well, couldn't play dead in a horror movie, and that's what it looks like. So they're going to have to make a trade probably for Kirk Cousins or Matthew Stafford to salvage their season. But let's go to the sh- – I know you're talking Green Bay, but let's talk about the Bears and the implosion today. Oh, bad. The interview that Justin Fields gave, I commend him for throwing his coach under the bus and off the highway and landed someone <laughs> on the loop. Sure. Because for him to try to walk back that he wasn't talking about his coach when he says, what's one of the problems with the team? The coaching? Did I miss something in that translation? Did, did not from the way I see it. Okay, and now the de- the defensive coordinator quits because obviously he must have been coaching Fields in his robotic looks the past two weeks. He got snow movement out there. 
No, but I have no idea what they're doing over there. And yeah, he did throw his, his uh, coach under the bus. And I do commend him as place things, but I commend him for the fact that if the coaching is bad, and this is a defensive head coach, how many really good defensive head coaches make it in the NFL with a quarterback that they have to teach as opposed to inheriting one that's already seasoned? How many good co- Well, Bill Belichick would be one. Who did he hear? Oh, oh, He's okay. an outlier, though. Well, he taught Tom Brady. Yeah. Name another one. But when Brady left, Belichick had a losing record before Brady came in the picture when he was with Cleveland. And what has he done with Brady since then? How does Mac Jones look? He's pretty bad. He won 11 games with Matt Flynn. Did you see him in the press press conference? Matt Schaub. The the Boston reporters ask Bill Belichick about um, the quarterback Jones, Mac, Mac Jones. And he goes... Yeah, athletic kid. We're familiar with him. <laughs> yeah. no, I love it. I, I love just him so to get off the subject, you were talking about the Guinness Book of World Records. They only give you a certificate when you break the record. So here's one that you might aspire to do. The guy just broke it three weeks ago. 700 and I think 77 movies in one year. Just using his regal. Again, like a theater? Uh, yeah. In one year, he watched 777 movies. The only stipulation was you couldn't sleep during the movie, you couldn't drink or eat candy during the movie, and somebody actually watched him from the theater each time. And it only cost him 21 bucks with his Regal Pass. Years ago, I saw a guy set the Guinness Book of World Records for consecutive rides on the Screaming Eagle at Six Flags. And that was kind of a cool one. No, that's that's a different one because that's you're having to launch buckets over the side as you're going on after the second or third time. What page of the Kama Sutra was Screaming Eagle? I forget. Uh, it's in the back part. It's in the back so part. It's, the very it's in the back part, right along with the photo of Danny Gonzalez on the missing carton of milk. Oh, oh. along with his play calling, Lenny. You say these things. Okay, what did I say about last week? I still waited for you to FaceTime me from the wind. That never happened. You're not wrong. You're not okay. wrong. You turned your phone you know, off. You were like, there's no reason. Okay, no, I, I made some bad calls. I said the Jets would cover with nine and a half. You know, it, it didn't happen. You know, I made some bad picks, but now I'm just going to, now that the Jets are done for the season and the Chargers are done, I can go into real, you know, calling the rest. So we can go with Colorado this weekend, getting obliterated by Oregon. Cinderella's coming for Coach Prime. Oregon and USC are going to put it on him. They're over and under with three and a half wins. They're at three. You got to give him credit for what he's done. But how many teams win and then drop in the standings? After two teams above you in the standings at 13 and 15 lose. That's a good take. Sure. Yeah, I buy that. Oh, hey, but Lenny he went from eighteen to nineteen. Lenny, we're at the break. I don't mean to cut you off because you're in the spot. Oh, but no, it's all good. You know, the... we just had some fun today. I just had to give you a little razz. With oh, that. I deserve you know, it. Have fun at the show tonight. You going? No. <laughs> I've seen him. I, 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 I've seen him a couple of times, and that's why I would rather see Paul McCartney at seventy-eight with a ventilator than Ringo Starr. No, I mean, come on. Some of the best musicians in the world are going to be there. The band, you know, he wouldn't be there. Well, I mean, I mean I, I've never been a Ringo Starr fan. I've seen him during his heyday with the band play, and not the Beatles, but you know, 
with his traveling group. And you no, know, I'll take Paul McCartney every day. I'm more excited for Toto. To be honest. Oh come on! I saw Toto in Japan, and I walked we at the Yokohama Arena <laughs> in '92. Me and my friend looked at each other and go, "You ready?" Six songs in, we walked out. Well, I thought it was in a studio session. They probably brought blessed the rains there in Tokyo, so that was okay. Nice they had they had the stage pressing of a moth. Sounds like Chris Ableton. No it's distracting. A There's a lot of lights on the stage. Studios. They're all studio musicians. <laughs> yeah. They're great, but that doesn't make them entertainers. Into a touring band. Yep. Me and Van have this talk all the time. We got to go anywhere at the break. You're the best. I'm going He's so nice. Sponsors, we get back because we ran so long, and I think that's all we got time for. Just kidding. We'll tell jokes. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. I could just acapella some Beatles. That might be like the move. Back in the program. Welcome back to the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. Of course, we started our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. Enjoy our lunches. It's the perfect time of year, by the way. Enjoy our lunches at the 6-6 Diner. I don't ever get to eat dinner down there because of the show. I'm a sure. lunch guy. I'm a lunch it's a bummer, guy. man. Get a milkshake. Get the Blue Plate Special. Do that thing. Speaking of the YMCA, just a dollar a day. I've convinced like half of the bullpen here to go. That's like the sales office. We get them all. Get every single one of them. Pokemon them suckers. Let's go on that. We're throwing axes tomorrow over at ABQ Axe. That's going to be a lot of fun. Come hang out with the boys. We'll enjoy that. Two great links. Don't forget Monday nights are over at Howie Sports page where we rage at that page. Five o'clock, which is just four minutes from now. That's New Mexico's hour because of New Mexico's vodka. That's Teller Vodka. Enjoy a sip of yours with yours, and we'll enjoy a sip with you from right here. Anyone I'm missing, man? Our friends at Red Door, you said? Yes. Yeah. We're rejoining them next Thursday night. That's going to be a lot of fun. They've been a fun home to everything we do before Duke City Championship Wrestling. You could double down on our friends at Red Door. Yeah, you can go right there downtown, mm-hmm. have a cocktail on Please. one of two patios or inside mm-hmm. at many tables or at the bar. A lot of choices there. Or you could have yourself... A little, little sippy boy at ABQX yeah, when we're there tomorrow. Boy. That's what I'm about. Choose. About that life. You choose. Cal, you got a favorite teller? Is there like a favorite teller drink for you, Cal? I um, am a vodka drinker. Yes. And I like to keep it simple. If it's good vodka, I like just some soda water and lime. Boom. And I'll have 10 of them. That's ba- the best one. Facebook.com slash talk ABQ for the live stream. If you want to see the weirdest fan of all time, talk only to himself. Yeah. Please go to Facebook.com slash TalkABQ. It's a lot of fun. It's weird. It's he, creepy. He's repetitive. Yeah. Uh-huh. And also, how did he know my nickname from college? Ah, I like that. Yeah. Come find, come on a, a Facebook Live slash Two Men On or YouTube Live, Two Men On. The texture date is today. And a, a weird texture guy yeah. has exposed my college nickname. The live stream chat room sucks today. It's very bad. Mm-hmm. The texter, 505-246-0610, Sports Animal text line, it sucks. It's not good today. We're trying to pack this thing full of NFL talk. We're trying to pack this thing full of Beatles puns. We got a short show today. Josh Sushan joins us at 530. We need to be putting a lot of love on Major League Baseball playoff. That's what we need to be doing. You know, I'll tell you what. Let's hit some baseball tomorrow. Let's do some playoff previews tomorrow. 
Get a big old three-hour program. Some pennant race. Let's do that tomorrow. We've got three full hours at our disposal tomorrow. Well, I don't have three hours in the afternoon because you know I'm going to Isotope State game baseball. Let's go. Of course I'm going to baseball. Also, a little inside baseball for the friend of the show. The hospitality room at Isotope's baseball during day games, they do French toast. So oh, it's so, good. so nice. So good. Little brunchy boys down there. Cal, you about that life? Cal's like, well, I, uh, Absolutely. I don't eat French toast, Fred. I don't like, I don't like Europeans. Is that why you don't like the Beatles? You said you like the Stones, though. Stones. Yeah, well, they're more American than anything. The Stones? Yeah. No. Not I mean, than they, anything. Not more than baseball. They stole their whole game from, you know, blues players of the American South. So. Cal, Cal, I'm just assuming you didn't hit the bleed music, so we're going to go to break. Is that right? That's right. We Got will. it. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Welcome back to the program. Former Browns running back Kareem Hunt is re-signing a one-year deal with Cleveland. Uh, just keep adding them, Cleveland, to your stupid roster of inmates and weirdos. I think the only reason they cut him is because they got one Deshaun Watson. They're like, ah, we can only have one per team. Yeah. And now they got a Kareem Hunt right back. Nick Chubb obviously out for the season with the injury he's sustained on Monday night. And I just, I got a problem with it. I got a problem that Cleveland doesn't have a problem. They're just cool with it. Yeah. But Frank, you don't get it. You're not the morality police. Yeah, I am, man. I am the morality police. You know what jurisdiction I have? None. You know what influence I have on public opinion? A lot. If he... If Deshaun Watson wasn't a ex-superstar NFL quarterback, he would not have the ability to get a, the same job in his career field. He'd have to go somewhere else, start a whole life, start from scratch. But because he's an athlete, they're going to look over it. Exact same thing with Kareem Hunt. Obviously not as bad as Deshaun Watson. At least he beat up a dude and not a woman. But still awful. Still awful. I don't get how people don't get... You can go through your entire life without beating up a stranger. I don't get how people don't get that. We got a weird texter right now, 505-246-0610, Sports Animal Text Line. I don't get how you can go through life and not be a weirdo that sends these weirdo texts. Like, I don't understand how your existence is like, you know what I think I'll do in this moment? Something combative. Yeah. I'll be fast to fight. That'll show them. That'll show them how tough I am. Weirdos. Deshaun Watson, weirdo. Cream Hunt, weirdo. You could have got Leonard Fournette. Is he available? Could have got Daryl Henderson. Hey, here's the thing. Could have got J.D. McKissick. Leonard Fournette not trying. Leonard Fournette not trying to be a Cleveland Brown. Keep waiting, Leonard. You know, you make a really good point right there. Maybe they did do their due diligence. Yeah, with they, a bunch of other players. Like, we don't want to play for the franchise that gave a record amount of money to Deshaun Watson. Right. And then you get some loser, some idiot. Well, uh, does Deshaun Watson make you uncomfortable? Yeah. Yeah, he does. And, uh, and, and every other woman, woman he encounters yeah. throughout the rest of his life. And here's the thing. You, who supports him, you make me uncomfortable. Like, let's not talk about other people. Let's talk about you 
loser, idiot, owner, GM, Browns defender, whatever. You make me uncomfortable. That you dismiss that. You want to know why I'm having so much fun tonight seeing Ringo Starr? So you don't got this weird stuff. He went his whole life as a cool drummer. That's awesome to me. Yeah, miss me with all the apologists. And look, I'm one that I can separate the art and the artist. Yeah. All right, if it's something that happened a long time ago, I don't care. If PYT comes on the jukebox, I'll listen to Michael Jackson for a little bit. Whatever. You know, there's tons of situations like that. Before the thing really snowballed, we literally karaoke R. Kelly together. I could do the remix to Ignition better than any person as white as me that I've ever seen in my entire life. I cannot do it anymore. Once the allegations were justified, proven in a, a court of law, miss me with that forever. I'm back to Wonderwall. No, I do get the Gallagher. They're not great. They're not great. They're not great. Yeah. Fred. Court of law, Fred. Yeah, I know. Court of public opinion, too. Mm-hmm. And this isn't like Mike Vick. No. Who served his time and came back. I'm a Mike Vick guy. This is a guy who did not get in trouble for his alleged crimes, got a slap on the wrist from his employer, and came right back $230 million richer. Can't support that guy. No, I hate that Quit guy. Quit rooting for that guy. The guy that sticks up for that guy. That's like the guy that sticks up for like weird political figure. That's like the guy that sticks up for like, I don't yeah. know, not Alex Jones was right once. Yeah. <laughs> what else has he said? You remember the day Rush Limbaugh died and we were on air? Sure. And we were not the most apologetic people for the existence of Rush Limbaugh and his approach to the professional radio career. Mm-hmm. And people reach out and they go, you know, you guys need to pay some respect. We don't. No. No. No, 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 no. No. There's a certain understanding here. And Cleveland Browns fans, I implore you, your team sucks. Even if you want to lie and claim it's because your team sucks, that's the reason that you don't want to support them. Do that. Kenyon but- Drake's out there. Rex Burhead is out there. Rex Burkhead? Yeah. He's only going to take a job in Texas so he doesn't have to pay any sort of income tax. Such a Rex move. He'd be like that. He is that energy. There's the other side of this, the stupid funny side where it's like, hey, James Robinson's still out there. You know, Fred Ford and Hunt can be a serviceable duo. At the end of the day, the offense is only going to go as far as Winston can take them. (laughs) Hey, Cleveland friend, you should be afraid of that. Also, hear me out. Go root for the Bengals. They're right there. They're right there. Right around the corner. They're right there. You want something to do on Saturdays? Go root for Ohio State. I'm assuming your fandom is regionally based because no one just picks Cleveland to be a fan. Good Lit- point. Literally no one. You know my friend Rich Barlow over at Clown Dog? He's from Cleveland. I'm from St. Louis. Mm-hmm. These are crappy Midwest, like steel belt kind of things. Not the first draft pick. No, for anyone. Yeah. No one 
I guess the Cardinals are different, though, because they had KMOX radio for so long and went all across the country. Mm. No one is a fan of hockey. By the way, I recently heard hockey still exists. Incredible to me. Congratulations to hockey. You thought it died during COVID. I thought it died during COVID. I had no idea. Hockey isn't as affected by global warming as you once thought it was. I see. Yeah. It's indoors. Excellent. They chill it. Coldest sport on ice. What? There are no that, other what? sports on no. ice. There's one of the ice sports. That attitude. On There's ice. very few. You have going a circle fast, and you have going a circle fast with a team. Those are the only two other ice sports. Curling, I guess. That's like a bubble ice, though. It's not even like a competitive. It's they make it different. That's definitely not cool. No, they do it with droplets. What is cool, like uh. Every four years. They wear they wear polos. It's not cold in there. You know, Fred in my fantasy league, I had Nick Chubb and uh I put in a waiver claim for Jerome Ford, but somebody had higher priority and he got him instead. So, you know, I proceeded to offer a trade for Ford in exchange for Jamar Chase. And then this news came out, so I picked up Hunt, checkmate. Mm-hmm. Losers. Drop everyone from the Browns. Number one, it's gonna help your fantasy team, and number two, it's gonna help you sleep at night. Also, more things will always constantly change, and I'll have a different opinion on this next week. Naturally. It's two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Tell you something. I think you'll understand. When I say that something. Classic. I want to hold your hand. I want to hold your The Beatles were amazing. But they got really good when they started doing a bunch of drugs. Yeah. Like most musicians from that, that moment in time. 505-246, Sports Animal text line. Um, the guy that's been so terrible on the texter, he uh, he just hit us with a God bless you. So That's good. Yeah, so that's a fun apology without an apology. I've never been like a anonymous bully. I don't know that life. People don't like this show or so many people don't like the Beatles. I don't believe it. Huh. I don't believe it. Also, thanks for listening. Yeah, appreciate you. Your texts were hours apart. So I've <laughs> been listening this whole been time. Been listening for a while. Hate listening is still yeah. listening. You know, I talk about you guys all the time. No one likes you. Did you hear the first part of that sentence? Huh. Did you hear the first part? Still talking about. Still talking? All the time. All the time? Interesting. Okay. We went to the Lobo game on Saturday. Lots of people very kind. Lots of kind words. Absolutely. Incredible amount. And I think this is true with anything. Like, we're about to talk about this stuff going on with the, the Bears and Alan Williams and all this stuff. Get outside your circle, everyone. Like, if you exist in a bubble of echoes and of similar opinion. Go touch grass, find other human beings, and recognize there's a different approach to life than the one that you are currently miserable in. I promise you. You know, Fred, you don't know my life. You're right, I don't know your life because I don't live weird like that. Something weird going on with Alan Williams. Everything is so vague. Yeah. So the defensive coordinator for the Bears today, he gone. Saying he stepped down, he hadn't been at the facility for the last three days. 
not believed to be a part uh, related to health or his family, but then they're claiming it was a family situation? That was the first reports I saw. It was a family situation. Everything's kind of always a family situation. It was being reported the FBI had raided. What? A lot of rumors circulating. The rumors are not good. Give me what you got. Um, Again, this is speculation. Yep. Nothing is concrete. Nope. Don't quote me. This is alleged. Apparently, it's kid stuff. Could be. Involved. Rumored raids of Alan Williams' home in Hallis Hall. Hallis Hall is... Have you, have you ever been to Soldier Field? No, you just said you were in Chicago earlier. Right. Oh, the statement. He put out one. You want me to read it verbatim or no? Sure. It is with great regret that I tender my resignation as a defensive coordinator of the Chicago Bears Football Club effective immediately. Taking a step back to take care of my health and my family, I appreciate the opportunity to work with the Chicago Bears, a storied NFL franchise with a rich history. The McCaskey family is first class, second to none. I would also like to thank Coach Matt Eberflus and General Manager Ryan Poles for giving me the opportunity to come to Chicago. I would also like to thank President Kevin Warren, the coaches, players, of which I value the relationship and camaraderie. I value the NFL shield and all that it stands for, and I'm taking some time to address my health. I plan to come back and coach again sincerely. I've seen a lot of forced resignation letters, and the ones that think the guys that are forcing you to resign are the guys that aren't going to share what they know about you publicly. That's it. They're going to share it privately. They're going to give it to the people that need to know, but they're not going to give it to the public. Something is up. And the staff is apparently shook. Yeah. And apparently the reports of the FBI raid are inflated at best. But the police were not in House Hall in connection with Alan Williams, and there was no raid. And that's what I would say if I'd been raided. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a 100% good point. Unless Las Vegas comes to town, I'm not talking about my raiders. But obviously an incredibly serious situation. Obviously. And a gross one. Uh, yeah, you would probably think. Speculatively, allegedly, a bad situation. And it's like you don't want to do the, here's exactly what's being accused. Right. This kind of happens regularly in radio to where it's, hey, here's the developing thing. I could tell you all the weird stuff google it feel free but as soon as there's a source of hey this is going to end up being a huge national story because that's what this is it feels that way it does it really feels that way and i don't know how to say out loud anyways there's a weird energy about an nfl coach nfl coach is like obsessive middle manager to me. You ever know like a weird middle management guy in your life that thinks that even like the moment they walk outside the door of whatever office building they work in, that they can tell you what to do like at the gas station or like the, the youth little league game. You have to hit these, I think NFL coaches, you have to hit them with, Hey buddy, you're not coaching anyone here. 
hey, weird middle manager, if you can't parallel park, just go down the street a block. Like, no one's going to move their car for you. Don't direct and don't negatively affect others in your life. And that's what NFL, I have felt, head coaches felt like to me often. The big difference from college to NFL is that. I think college coach cares about to a high percent, not 100%. I think college coach cares about kids. They care about others. They care about individuals. I don't know if I've ever felt that energy outside of like Dick Vermeil and NFL coaches that I personally know. What's a profession at that point? Yeah. Yeah, you're not helping raise boys into men. You're not trying to be a positive influence and shape the rest of their life. It's a a job at that point. Well, and you cut that one even a little short because often college coach raises boys into men and then they're a part of the journey from men into husbands and husbands into fathers. Sure. Fathers into coaches. And they have relationships forever. Student athlete that has a relationship with collegiate coach, not just football, I'm talking all sports, that is a very strong bond that lasts forever. The one I know most professional athlete is major league baseball player. I know more major league baseball players than I know any other professional athlete. Football probably second. They call their coaches by their first name. They don't call them coach. Sure. Yeah, they don't call them manager. They don't call them skip. They call them Fred. Because they don't have that connection. It's a business deal. Ugh. We've got to step away a minute early so we can come back with Josh Sushan. We're going to talk about the isotopes. We're going to do a little, I guess, retrospective on the season as they were mathematically eliminated from postseason play yesterday. I don't believe a word of it. Oh, my Still a chance. So far away. I'm a believer. <laughs> it's two and on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Take it up, baby. Twist and shout. Twist and shout. Welcome back to the program, Duke City. Very beetly, beetly hump day here. 95.9 FM AM 610, the sports animal. The sports animal. Once we're done here with, uh, I mean, just an absolute legend, Josh Sushan. Headed right up to the Rio Rancho Events Center. Let's go. To go see another legend, Ringo Starr. It's a big deal. Josh Sushan, what's happening, my guy? Uh, what's your Beatles soundtrack? What's your number one Beatles song? That's a good question. First of all, you guys are going to see Ringo tonight? Yeah. yeah. Awesome. And we'll see you tomorrow yeah, for we'll the day see, game. We'll see you during the day game. That, that's a pretty solid 24 hours that you it's boys pretty sweet, homie. I was just telling Van before the show, I was like, first, my dad is in remission from cancer, yeah. which is so incredibly cool. Then I get to go see Ringo. If the Isotopes would have won last night, that would have been the Holy Trinity. Yeah, for sure. Tough loss for the boys last night, playing for pride now. Yep, playing for pride and playing for, um, because it's your job, right? Let's not forget, it's your job. It's your job to play, play uh-huh. hard, entertain fans, right? You, you get paid to play baseball. How fun is that? That's awesome. It's the best. Yeah, absolutely. To answer your question about the Beatles, so my mom was a big <laughs> early Beatles Fan and my dad was a big late Beatles fan, mm. so I heard both. Um, my go-to, I know it's cliche, is probably just the White Album. I just put on the White Album from start to finish. Oh man, that's a great, it's incredibly answer. good. I love the White Album. Yeah, the, you know, just like it's a you know Sunday morning cup of coffee, overcast outside. I'm just gonna put on the White Album, do some reading, and that's on in the background. I think 
the first Beatles album I ever had was Beatles One. It was like the anthology, thing the ones, the ones. Yeah, and I, I don't think I ever like individually went and got another album after that. I was like, I just I have them all already. But like, how incredible that must have been at that time. And we're all not old enough for the every album that's put out by this band is the best album ever put out. Can you even imagine that? That's like if Macklemore put out a new album every other year. The quantity of albums they put out is just mind-boggling. Like, they would just be on tour and like, all right, we're going to put out another one while we're on tour. Thanks for tuning in. And then they're like, okay, we can't go on tour anymore because it's just, like, madness and no one can hear us because of all the screaming. So we're just going to put out an album just like another six, every six months we're going to put out a new one. What is the closest thing to Beatles mania? Is that, like, Swifties? Are they it? Like, what is the closest... Yeah, Swifties. Mambo number five. That's that, by Lou Vega. <laughs> That's not it. <laughs> Funny story about the Beatles. Let me let me just give you the abridged version. Yes, I loved. I grew up with a uh, country and classic rock. My parents being from that generation. Me growing up right outside of Houston, Texas, and I, you know, I kind of nibbled at the edge of it. I thought it was fine. Uh, one birthday. My dad was so proud to share with me. He bought me the whole Beatles anthology. Oh. It was like a giant eight-disc box set. And he was so happy to share his love of the Beatles with me. And me not knowing the gravity of the situation, how much how much of an important situation that was, me being a little pile of garbage, I took it to the pawn shop and I traded the Beatles anthology in for the Above the Rim soundtrack, as we all know, starring and featuring Tupac Shakur. Right. So it broke my father's heart. I traded 80 legendary songs from the Beatles for two Tupac songs. Somewhere there was a radio program where some guy's talking about the time that he swindled this kid out of the like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I think literally I got the Above the Rim soundtrack. Yes. Like a, a glass bottled Coke and like a handful of like suckers. Speaking of suckers, that would obviously be me in this situation. Sush, I don't believe that we're mathematically eliminated. The Homer and me, the Topes fan, the Mariachis fan, the Cheeseburgers fan, and me just thinks like there's still some kind of chance. Is there some miracle outcome? So there's a bunch of people who have texted me today or who have just gone to milb.com and they look at the standings and they go wait a minute it says the isotopes elimination number is three or they go well, wait a minute there's five games left in the season and there's only three games and they're only three games back like what do you mean like what do you mean josh that they're eliminated what's wrong with your math and here's the problem van and everyone else uh-huh. trust me i've done this over and over <laughs> and over again and i've had forrest and joe and john and all these other people quadruple check it all there's four teams ahead of the isotopes and they're all playing each other which means that someone is guaranteed to win all of those games. Uh-huh. The most the isotopes can win, right now they're at 38. If they win the next five, they're at 43. Between Las Vegas and Reno, they're playing one another. One of those two teams is guaranteed of 43 wins, and both of those teams have the tiebreaker over the isotopes. Not to mention Round Rock and Tacoma, who are playing one another. It's impossible for one of them to not finish with 43 or more wins. Even in these like three-way tie scenarios between Albuquerque and Tacoma and Las Vegas or Albuquerque and Tacoma and Reno, even in all of those tiebreaker scenarios, the isotopes do not have the tiebreaker. So it's a case where the math is wrong, like basic math, three games out. 
five to play is wrong, uh-huh. and the elimination number on MILB.com is wrong because it doesn't factor in tiebreakers and who's playing against one another. So as much as it pains me to say this, they're eliminated. It's over. Well, so hear me out, Fred. Hearing. Instead of worrying about this playoff push, which I still think is statistically possible, no matter what Josh Susan tells me right now, let's just go to the lab every day and have a good time. Let's just do that then. Well, I think there's something about it, though, because in – you know, we were just talking about the relationship between, like, college coaches and their athletes. But these guys are playing for each other. And these, these AAA athletes, these AAA professionals, their relationship, Josh, with their managers and their support staff, it is a little bit different than, like, the top-tier level, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, when Ryan LaVarnaway was here on the last homestand, he saw Bobby Meacham. And he went, oh, my goodness, Bobby Meacham. And he said, he was my manager for one of the worst years of my life, and he helped me get through it, like one of the worst years of his career. So he had to go over them and talk to him and just thank him for just being there, for just being the presence for him. You know, at that time, Ryan had been in the big leagues, and he was back at double A, and he was really struggling. And he just, what what Bobby Meacham meant to him was the world. I mean, earlier this year, Pedro Lopez said that Coco Montes is like a second son to him, you know, the way that he looks upon him. Um you know, the relationship that players have in the minor leagues with their coaches is it's, it's different than what they have in the major leagues because these are coaches who are trying to get them someplace better, especially at this level where maybe there's one last thing that they need to do. Or it's just the coach who tells you or is the one of the first people to hug you when you're told that your dream is coming true. So there is a different bond for sure at this level. Oh, love that. Like you've been... You've been to a lot of these outside of the the playing lines, the field, whatever. You've been to a lot of these weddings and barbecues and 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 meetups around the country. Do you ever see like relationships between guys that you just didn't know existed? You know, is there ever like these guys are so solid and so strong, but they've spent maybe, you know, years apart after building those connections in minor league baseball? Well, I can't see this, but more times than not when a player gets married, you look at who is in his who is part of the wedding, you know, the, the best men and all that. It's guys from the lowest level of minor league baseball. It's, it's the first guys from rookie ball or yeah. single A. Like, those are the ones that they form the, the strongest bonds with because more times than not, okay, it's the first stop of the minor leagues. They're still a long way from the major leagues. You know, like it, it's a dream, but it's, but it's so far out there that it's hard to, like, grasp that dream. And it's usually a lot longer bus rides, right? You're on, you're on buses. is different than when you're on a plane and you're separated by other people who are not on the team. So there's those bonds for sure. You know, um, shoot, we were just in um, Sacramento, and Dustin Garneau told this great story. Dustin played with Jerry Weinstein, who was one of his managers. Jerry Weinstein, an instructor. Oh, anyways, the point is, there's an awesome bond between these guys, and, and it's really cool to see. I like that a lot. Josh, you're the best, brother. You guys have fun tonight, and I guess I'll see you tomorrow. We'll you see you will. tomorrow afternoon. All right. All right, have fun tonight. Cal, good job. Thank you for all your Beatles help. Van, final words? Too much for the time, a lot of my friend, but I think we didn't cover, which is ample. Make sure you check out tomorrow morning on the opening drive with Jeff and JJ. Good job, everyone, GG. See you at the lab tomorrow, okay? This-